Exterior, a crowded parking lot. A man is on the phone while sitting behind the wheel of his car. Dad, you always do this. Hello? Hello? Ah. The man hangs up the phone and goes to back his car out of his parking space, only for another vehicle to interrupt the process. Frustrated, the man drives forward into the parking space once more, only for the offending other vehicle to start randomly stopping and starting behind him. What are you doing? Finally, the other vehicle gets out of the way, and the man continues exiting his spot. Fucking asshole. Unfortunately, the other vehicle has now stopped dead in the middle of the lot aisle, right in the way of the man. Come on, man. Come on, man, go! What? Ugh, I'm going around this asshole. As he tries to do so, the other vehicle swerves into his path, causing the man to stop short and honk his horn angrily. Oh, what the fuck? Come on, man, go! The other vehicle's driver finally leans out his window at the sound of the man's honking. The offended man does the same to confront him. What is your problem, man? Don't you know how to fucking drive? No! What? No, I don't know how to fucking drive. I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. What are you talking about, you psycho? You don't know how to fucking drive? Not everyone knows how to do everything. Driving isn't the only thing. Just move your car! Oh, okay. He pantomimes moving the steering wheel. Duh, 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 I don't know how. I can't! Oh my god, just grab the steering wheel. Fine! He does, then immediately begins screaming. Ah! It hurts? Yeah, it does. It does hurt, actually. Uh. What if you get to where you're going, and it's a job interview, and I turn out to be the boss? I'm not going to a job interview. You could be a year from now. Oh, my God. Everybody says, oh, that guy seems great. I'm saying, well, hold on. Wait a minute. That guy yells. Move your fucking car! I can't! Why not? Nope. I'm good. Thank you. What? I'm good. Thank you. You don't want to help me. You just want to yell. Fuck. The driver who can't drive inadvertently honks his own horn. Ah! That's just the horn. I don't know that, do I? You know... I want to tell you something. What? You yelled at me. Oh my god. The non-driver then honks the horn by accident again. Ah! Diddly diddly! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the scream didn't pick up and it just was just you going, diddly diddly! <laughs> Which fits perfectly. I have no complaints about how the script ends. <laughs> Oh, shit. They put that one on that YouTube series, How It Should Have Ended. This right. should have ended with a diddly diddly. <laughs> La diddly. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and you know what that means. It's not. It, not. Well, nope. Well, by the time you hear this, nope. it probably is. Uh, yeah, it's, probably. It's the weekend. It's the freaking weekend, baby. Let's have us some fun. My name is Shannon Young. Hmm. With me, Double H. I'm going around this fucking asshole. <laughs> Code do said Ducky himself. I don't know. <laughs> and the Pinkertons. No, I don't know how to drive. Musical guest, the Pinkertons. 
I, can we talk about for a second the brilliance of a line that is not everyone knows how to do everything <laughs> driving <laughs> is just one thing it's not <sighs> the only thing it's not the only thing oh so my God. of course we're continuing our tradition <laughs> of uh i think you should leave fantastic series on uh netflix with yeah. with tim robinson or youtube or youtube if you're or like you the rest of us well, that's good because according to Netflix, uh, our Netflix is not in our home network, which oh, is good. incredible. Incre- incredible. <laughs> incredible. Let me, t- I don't, let me tell you. Let me tell you a little something real quick. Let yeah, tell, tell me about it. So tell let me, me talk to you. Um, okay. Right now. With everybody saying. On YouTube, you can watch a live stream of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. By comedy of uh, comedy network, Cartoon Network. Now the problem. Oh, okay, okay. The the problem I with thought, it. Okay, real quick before you go any further from there, what no. I thought you were telling me was that someone had set up like a live stream of animated characters that were just <laughs> standing around their house, like not episodes of the show. Like someone had like <laughs> created like a 14 hour long video and purported it to be a live stream. And so you could just watch like Meatwad just rolling through the living room. <laughs> I'd or... watch that. I'd watch that. I'd watch worse. Last year for Christmas, we put it on. It was like a 24 hour um, Fraggle or was it the Fireplace? Muppets? Oh, okay. No, you like, did the Fraggle one for the me Fraggle. for the, the yeah. Fraggle Christmas channel thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just, you know, tw- every 20 minutes or so, a doozer would pop out and go, bah, 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 or whatever the noise they make. Cody, and, Cody, didn't you tell me you watched it too? Because there, there was a, not the Fraggle one, but there was one with Nick Offerman, where Nick Offerman spent 12 hours slowly drinking like a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, so, what? okay. It was some, what? It was some period of time, yeah. N- Nick Offerman did like a, a really long, I say 12, it might have just been like two hours. But it was one of those things meant to like, you can put on, you know, at Christmas or yeah. whatever, and it's him. Nick yeah. Offerman sitting around a fireplace, like in a rustic cabin or whatever. He's got a bottle of, I think, Lagavulin is the one that he he worked with pretty regularly. Yes. And it's just him sipping Lagavulin whiskey in front of a fire. Yep. Hold on. Paste it to you. It's a little bit shorter. It's only 45 minutes, but it's literally called oh, Nick oh, Offerman's Yule like Log. Super, I thought they just like looped it over and over. Yeah, him in front of a fireplace. He's got the... Is drinking it Lagavulin, Lagavulin right? for 45 minutes. Yeah, we, it's Lagavulin. We, yeah. Uh, we, sh- we should do this. We should upload a like 12-hour <laughs> just of like the Podzilla headquarters, okay. which actually it's exists. These screens, yeah, yes. it's these. Well, but, but okay, with well, us not in them. These screens, we're not in them. Right. And occasionally, one of us pops in, like to yeah. do, like to take a drink. You guys, good or yeah, or okay. you know. All right, uh, I, I gotta got this. I, I gotta go. go. <laughs> and then a doozer comes out and goes. <laughs> well, that might be Kev. It might be Kev. I just occasionally, I just occasionally come on the screen asking, "Have I seen Ghostbusters?" and disappear again. Occasionally, <laughs> <laughs> Vibe Cat will pop up and just do its thing. God, so, I've missed Vibe Cat. So, God, it's been a long time. They, they have they have a stream, back to the original point, of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, <laughs> previewing the newest season, which is going to be a five-episode limited run. I think it debuts on November 26th, the day after we do our St. Jude charity show in, in Perryville. Um, it only plays like the same four or five episodes over and over again, but they're really good episodes, including the one with... I, I don't know. I, I know Lindsay and I both watch a lot of Aqua Teen. You, you guys, I'm sure, have watched... Your fair share. I see a fair amount. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they have the episode with the foreigner belt, which is one of my all time favorites. The, they have the one with Dirtfoot, where everyone thinks Shake is gay. That's hilarious. But there's one that I had never seen before where Carl 
is visited by a door-to-door hair salesman played by you guessed it larry miller who tries to <laughs> who tries to explain to carl who he is and he says he was what was it he was in um Oh God, I don't remember. It was some movie, and he thought that he was uh, Martin Lawrence. So he, Carl tells him about this uh, Big Mama's house, which he's not in, and it changes from day to night as he's explaining it to him. Anyway, it's very funny. <laughs> Point is, he he sh- he shows Carl what life would be like if he had hair. So there's this there's this like monitor in his uh, in his van that shows Carl as this like really well dressed handsome guy with hair he's in shape he's got a wife and two kids and my favorite part is when they show the wife and two kids he says and larry miller says this is what your life would have been like if you had hair carl's first reaction is to say i don't see any hookers did i scare them away that's his first reaction well Well, i gotta go change the name for the recording (laughs) channel right now i don't see any hookers so the 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 whole episode is basically uh, Larry Miller runs away because he has a crippling gambling addiction. It's a long story. There we go. And um, and Carl just keeps communicating with this other world version of himself, basically telling him, "Dude, you're a sellout." He's like, you know, grab your wife's ass. He's basically giving him the worst possible advice. And this other Carl, because he thinks he's like God or his conscience, keeps doing it. I don't want to spoil everything because you need to watch. It's hilarious. But in the end. Yeah. Oh my God, the ending. Carl convinces him his wife's left him. He lost his job. And Carl convinces him to shave his head like Carl's and to like glue the hair from his head onto his face to make the mustache. And, <laughs> and, okay. then, and then he says, like, uh, you know, thank you, thank you, Carl. And he goes, No, thank you. And then the other version of Carl just pulls a shotgun out and shoots himself in the head and kills himself. It's so fucking weird. Christ. Being being Carl makes you want to die, I think is the message there. Oh, me. Okay. I can't think of Carl and not immediately hear, you know, I don't need no instructions to know how to rock. From that episode. That's the Foreigner Belt. Yeah. That's the Foreigner Belt episode. Oh, my God. That's the head games. Frylock, fill your eyes with double vision. Anyway. Lover boy has always sucked. I just I just wanted to promote uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force a little bit because I love Aqua Teen. I'm I'm excited about the new season. It I looks really Aqua really Teen. funny. It looks really funny. Um, Dana, what is, what is his name? Dana Snyder. I think it's plays uh, uh, Master Shake. Is uh, he's hilarious? He's one of my favorites. It's was it? It's Carrie Means as Frylock. Dana Snyder. Yeah, Dana Snyder. Yeah, Dana yep. Snyder as Meatwa or as a uh, Master Shake, and then uh, Matt something because he's also one of the creators of the show does Meatwad, but I forget his name. Uh, I don't Mielero know if I can pronounce his last yeah. name. Yeah, Mael Mielero. It's very Mielero, and I can't wait for like it to that. come back. Also funny, what? he also wrote for Twelve Ounce Mouse. Of course he did. Does that surprise God, you? Of he did. I'll say if that doesn't, that doesn't track, I don't know what does. Of course he did. One of the first skits we ever did on this show, I think the very first one we did was Seinfeld, if I'm correct, right? It was a full yeah, episode. Was, so it wasn't. We yeah, did we like did a, a whole episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah, that was right in the middle of quarantine. We had literally nothing else to do. We did the do, sweater, so didn't we? Yeah, it was yeah. the, the, okay, the sweater episode, sweater. the cashmere yeah. sweater. Um, we did that entire episode uh, because we had nothing else to do. And then I think literally the next one was the 12 ounce mouse opening. The. <laughs> I've helped you. It's already no done. Way. A real businessman. You don't even know, do you? That's why I picked you. 
What a stupid show. What a stupid <laughs> series of shows they created. <laughs> it's my, it legitimately is one of my favorite clips of anything of all time, though. Like, it's not even that long. And just the intro to that first episode of 12 Ounce Mouse is just, it, it's perfection. You'll know my rectangular. He's changing in the background. Yes. For no reason. He crashes a plane to arrive there. <laughs> like, that's. Middle of the road because <laughs> it's not even like it's in a downtown area because it's in the middle of a street well yeah oh you gotta send it to cheese industries and then, and, then, and then he ki- like kidnaps the businessman takes him back to what looks like a dungeon to film a porn <laughs> he's got like he's got the bed on the floor and he's got the camera pointed at it and it's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> i i think Look, I put up a lot. I put up with a lot from Adult Swim and Cartoon Network. I, I watched Aqua Teen. I watched the Brack Show. I didn't watch the Brack Show. That's a lie. I watched Aqua Teen. Nobody watched the Brack Show. Nobody watched the Brack, nobody nobody watched the Brack Show. Uh, I watched Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lindsay, we see you. you you're you're bathing <laughs> your hand. But I think 12 Ounce Mouse. Willie hears you. Willie don't care. Willie don't care. I know. I think 12 Ounce Mouse is where I drew the line. And that's where I went, okay, you've gone too far. You, you asked if you, you know, could. And never asked if you should. I could tolerate 12 ounce mouse, especially for clips like the one that we quote all the fucking time. It was Xavier Renegade Angel that did me. Oh my that God. Was it. Oh. That was it. I that couldn't deal with that one. It was too, that was an acid trip of television. Like that was the kind of thing that if you woke up and the TV was on and it was on, you legitimately were like, what the hell is going on? What is going on with me? Am I dying? Is this my brain giving up? Like, I don't understand what I'm doing. For those of you who don't remember here in the chat, this is a picture of Xavier, uh, Xavier Renegade Angel. And yeah. I'm not looking mm-hmm. at it because I remember and I don't it, need to see oh it. Oh my God. It made no sense. It's like at this point, you know, but at the same time, I really respect all this because clearly these guys have the same sense of humor we do, right? Like they're oh, just yeah. they're just fucking with people at this yes. point. This is what we would do if we yeah. ran a cartoon uh, station. We would make <laughs> shit like this. Me- yeah. Ethan immediately chimed in. That show is wild. Yeah, <laughs> Ethan probably watches that show while listening to Will Smith is eating Eat my oysters in my bed. or whatever. Yeah. Eating oysters. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, from DCA Hunter, <laughs> he's trying to keep Jada around. God damn it! Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I still I love that meme of it's it's Will Smith rapping about his parents or whatever and it says the guy you're with and then it's Tupac looking fucking cool and it's the guy she told you not to be worried about. Yeah, huh? I I was reminded of one today and I don't know if I can find the screenshot so I'm just going to describe it because it was somebody had taken a clip from an article where Liam Neeson had talked about working on a movie uh, where he had to ride this horse and he like bonded really well with the horse and the horse got along really well like the scenes went well and then he did another movie where a horse was involved and I want to say the second one was um, uh, Million Ways to Die in the West and he realized he he said like in the interview he's like oh when I walked on set I knew immediately that's the same horse and I could tell that the horse remembered me too so the first reply was just two text lines one of which says <laughs> Liam Neeson arrives on set the horse there he is <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that gets me so much <laughs> oh incredible. Hey, uh, speaking of nostalgia here on Nostalgia November Hunter, uh, do me a solid. Yeah, do, do me a solid, and let's let's read yeah. off those. Uh, oh, I just noticed my voice is getting very sexual, so oh, oh. you're welcome out there, ladies. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. let's uh, <laughs> let's read <laughs> off those I names. Actually, find it. I'm gonna do that. I want to paste this into the text, and I did actually 
Let's <laughs> find it. There he is. There, there. <laughs> where's that Liam Neeson horse? There he is. There he is. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> let me pull him up. All right. So it starts real strong. Ace of Gray's name is Big Ass D Card. <laughs> wow. Cody, Cody, who's here with us, is the Magic Eight Dice. Yep. Um, <laughs> Ethan bad, sounds like the name of a children's book because Ethan's name is If I Was a Chum Lee. Uh, <laughs> I love that one. Wow. Uh, my name is Fighting Goofies. <laughs> Bob is Letter Kyle. Letter Kyle. You know, Letter Kyle. That famous show. Jesse is Capitalist Hermit Crab. Uh, Kaz's name is Rat On Swamp Dog. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Lindsay. Why Shannon are you surprised? Currently... You're the one that sent it to us. <laughs> I know. I he is the I real Mr. I didn't think it would last that long. <clears throat> right on. So uh, the real Steve, Mr. Morangi. Steven is uh, his DLC for this cat. Uh, Tanner's name is Jewish definition of a lit wedding, in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> And I think this is actually the oldest one just because it rhymes and nobody ever wants to change it because Kyrgyz never posts anything, so we never see it. Kyrgyz's name is Homebound with the Home Clown. <laughs> um, I don't think we'll ever improve upon that nickname for Kyrgyz. I think it's well, just fitting it up to stay. At one point in time, his name was like Blunt Fingers or something, and yeah. I thought, oh, that's it. That's, It'll never change. All right, because he'll never change. Right. Never changes ways. Well, Shannon, I'm I'm worried that the the weed thinks that people can't change. The weed knows people can't change. That's why the weed <laughs> makes so much money. It's it's, it's a thing. True. Uh, oh, well, man. I hope Lindsay has something planned for this nostalgic edition. I don't. Well, I mean, I was out. the day I'm in charge of. <laughs> I'll jump in because you have now the only thing playing through my head since you mentioned Aquatine is fucking hand banana. So thanks for that. When you think I'm going to go to banana, bed tonight, just yeah, yeah. you're, you're going to hear tonight. You. Uh, what, <laughs> so, what's that dog mean? Can, what does he mean? What's tonight, he saying? I'm a, I'm a good dog. All I know is fetch, sit, and, and rape. <laughs> there it is yep the best the 2006 I, uh, had to offer which is unfortunately <laughs> why i saw that episode far too often with friends i got something for you i just ran across so apparently at one point in time and i don't know how recently this was um reddit was glitching out where it was putting the wrong captions uh with with different photos so like the title of the the post that people would make was not the same as their images. So here's a few examples of some of my favorites. Okay. Uh, is this too much food to send to daycare? That's not real. Is that real? <laughs> that's real. Yeah. Okay. For the for the uh, audience listening. The right image. Yeah. For the audience listening, it says, is this too much food to send to daycare? And it's a picture of a single mini Kit Kat bar and what appears to be <laughs> one fourth of a sandwich. Yeah. I like this one as well. Someone worked up a big thirst making a burrow this weekend, and it's a very attractive lady. Oh, and, and the, I will specifically note from the subreddit r slash tarantulas. <laughs> yeah, the subreddit really sells it. Where that's, can I find? I, oh, where can I find eyeshadows that are like these colors? And it's an old white rug with a stain. <laughs> no, not just any stain, Shannon. No, extract. Tease that out a little bit. Do what now? What? <clears throat> That's what? not just any stain. Tease that out a little bit. What is it? 
What is that's it? A, that's a shit stain, dude. Aww. That's a dog shit stain. Ew. That's Russo. <laughs> Nasty. And then, of course, dinner for my 2.5-year-old. To all of our moms out there listening, and it's just a field of mushrooms. That's how you grow them up big and strong and Italian <laughs> like the Mario brothers. That's food for my babies. Or <laughs> somewhere it is food but for babies. Oh, Hunter, did you see the Modern Warfare 3 map glitch that has them pulling maps off of the multiplayer already? Already? So, yeah, from what I understood, Hardpoint and another game mode that I couldn't remember lost, like, four maps because the spawns, there were certain spawn locations that were getting them killed the second they spawned in. Yeah, because they spawned them in the same spot. I saw a video of a firing squad just standing there, and these guys would spawn oh the same God. spot over and over and just get gunned down. <laughs> yeah, it oh, sucks, yeah. but also that's hilarious. <laughs> you know people are loving the impact of their KD ratio there. Oh, man. Oh, I, yeah, I went 0-49 on that, on that match. <laughs> I must be Jesse Kimball. Well, you play Halo Three. No, <laughs> you don't go full Jesse. You don't go full. You never go full Jesse and get no kills during a match. Jesse Kimball, by the way, oh, the only God. person to ever not in our group to not get a kill in a Call of Duty match. And we know because he said as much. He didn't have to tell us. He didn't have to do the he oral did it anyway. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm so conflicted, Shannon. Because <laughs> of the oral. Uh, I also saw that Modern Warfare 3 only had a one and a half year um, development cycle as opposed to the three years that they normally get. I'm telling you, yeah, man. They were working nights and weekends, man. Dude, Modern Warfare 3 is looking like it's going to be a huge disaster. I don't care, personally. I'm going to play it, and it was fun. We right. had fun with it last night. But, like, yep. in, the, in the papers, in the funny pages, it looks like it's going to be like a disaster they're gonna catch so much flack for this game i feel it already yes. the, the single player campaign already got torched um yep. we were even we played the zombie mode last night and as fun as it was we all realized very quickly this is just dmz this is just dmz with zombies, with zombies. right yep. and you Wh can't attack the other players which is That's great it. which is great by the way yes yeah yes thank I, you I love it right. no notes i mean don't get me wrong i would love to just have outbreak from cold war back but better but like right I'll take DMZ with no other players that can hurt me and zombies. Like that. Yes. Sure. Because we like DMZ. We just didn't like right. participating against other, other players who are better other than us. people. Yes. yes. Well, or, or importantly, other players whose entire job they have made themselves out to do is, is grief. Grief people. Yeah. Just kill people because I can't. Like, I'm not even going to take right. your shit. I'm just going to kill you and make it so you can't have a good time. Yeah. Right. And tell you that it sucks to suck. Yeah. Yeah, sucks to suck. Cody, what'd you think about that Pretty Ghostbusters good. trailer? I want that fucking jacket. I want that. Camille Nanjiani. Camille Nanjiani Grang is a sexy man. He is. If he was a sexy man before, he was a sexy man before the glow up from Eternals. My goddamn gray hair. That's what I'm aiming for one day, friends. Yeah. I will never look that good. You but won't. the gray hair is what I need in my life. Yeah. He it, makes it it's work. What's happening? Uh, Patton Oswald. I mean, wow. Wow. Like Hunter said, it, it's literally most of what Max's Ghostbusters 3 like dream team was in this movie. So if you guys really want that jacket uh, in the text here, I'll drop a oh. link to it. Feel free to go ahead and go grab one. Oh, I don't, I, I don't like that it's a vegan parka. I mean, I'm fine with it being a vegan parka, but I know that increases the price. <laughs> Holy yeah. Jesus. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah. So Wuxley is very much meant for like Arctic climbing. 
Um, their brand is built around that, and and so that's entirely what they they do here. Um, for the oh, listener's sake, that yeah. jacket costs eighteen hundred dollars. That's an expensive coat. Yep, that's it's meant to keep you warm so you don't die from hypothermia. Well, the, the, Which, of course, is in the movie what's needed. So. Right. right, yeah, it makes sense, but damn. Yeah, so we're all they, getting they, one, right? They even modified sure. uh, the ones that they're using in the movie. They're not exactly like they had Wesley make them some custom ones because if you look right. at this and you look at the one in the movie, it is the, the pockets are not in the same space. And, of right. course, they removed all the Wesley branding and put the, the Ghostbusters the logos GB, on them. Yeah. Um, okay, how much is that yeah, edition going to cost? Uh, good question. I would be surprised if they don't sell them. Wuxley did confirm it is indeed their jacket. So oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay, that's it. That, like that right there, the Wuxley Sabretooth Two is their. That's the parka. Um, knockoffs. Here we come. I was about to say, how what's what's the best version of this that Academy Outdoors can sell me? <laughs> Look, it doesn't that's even it doesn't even really get that cold in Cape Girardeau anymore. We don't need right. the deep Arctic. Frankly, most of the time that I'm wearing Ghostbusters looks, sort of like a, you know a hoodie, like I'm wearing right now. Most of the time, I'm wearing like my my shit. I don't need a jacket at all. Right. So this is strictly for the look. The cooler right. it can keep me, the better. Like, yeah, I, I don't really need. Yeah, I don't really need a real jacket. Actually, I've got a jacket. I think it's over here. Uh, there's already, uh, yeah, multiple forum posts, as I'm sure you're all very surprised by, of how to produce this or how to uh, replicate this for cosplays. I got, I got a jacket, man. I'm good. Nice. Like, I don't need... That's awesome. I, <laughs> this is fine. For Hunter, me. Yeah. you have a jacket, but do you need a copy of WWE 2K23? No. Okay, let me rephrase that. Hunter, do you need a free copy of WWE 2K23 for your Steam Deck? On my Steam Deck, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. He's <laughs> so torn about it. I mean, I, look, I bought WrestleQuest like a week ago. I haven't even started it. I have at least 10 other games sitting on my Steam Deck that I've never played. Yeah, but this um, is, uh, this is, yeah. Wrestling. Also, um, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I had something, you but it's, to, it's uh, gone. It's gone. You want me to talk about the Marvels? Are we close enough to the end that I can start spoiling shit and people can bounce out if they want to? Well, right before you do, I've got a special announcement for our fans out okay. there, and that is that courtesy of Podzilla1985, we are giving away a free copy of Metal Hellsinger on PC, and we're giving it away right now. If you have Steam, enter the code PX95N82ZRC. AFAD5 and redeem your free copy of Metal Hellsinger on PC. It's a fantastic game. Overwhelmingly positive, but it's only one copy. So you better get to, to clicking them digits early, nerd. Go touch a blade of grass, bitch. Okay, go ahead, Hunter. My, my favorite episode my favorite episode of this show was is, when Cody got pissed at me. No, 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 no. I was gonna say is when when every uh you know four or five months you clean out your email and people yep. just win shit for free. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting on about four hundred back catalog of humble choice games. So Oh my god. On the next, Hellsinger. The next okay. show I'm gonna give away a free copy of Dark Pictures House of Ashes. Now that's not to be confused with really dark pictures House of Asses. I'm keeping that one 
to myself. Man, Dude. the Dark Pictures stuff ended up being disappointing. I didn't play that yes. one, but I know it didn't review well. Man of Medan is the last one I played that was in that like line, and it was not great. I don't think any of them um, ever reviewed well, and that they keep making so, them. I mean, Until Dawn was great, and then The Quarry was apparently great, but those are not considered the Dark Pictures. They're just from the same That's their own thing. Developers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Until Dawn I was really good. I still Quarry really bad. I do too. Until well, Dawn was fucking great. I love that. <laughs> Hey, Hunter. Tell me you're sitting on a copy of the quarry as well. I am sitting on a copy of the quarry. You're goddamn oh right I am. God. So, Just boy. send them all over in a single email. Oh, man. <laughs> in a whatever, single whatever email. You, whatever you think I'm going to play, just send it to me. I'll give it a shot. Uh, I'm, I'm looking through my really back catalog. That's awesome. I do, too, because I really liked Until Dawn. Uh, it was super corny. It was super, like, uh, yeah. cringy. But it was it was fun, and it has this, has the same feel, and it's got a great cast too. Because I believe yeah. what Ted Raimi, I believe, is in it, or maybe that was the last Hayden game. Hayden Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere is in it. Um, David oh, Arquette. Shit, what's his name? He was he was Iceman in the uh, uh, X Men movies. Um, oh God. Um, Hell's his name. He was also in Quantum Break. Was it Aaron something? Uh, no. Uh, Lin Shay. Lin Shay is in it. Yeah. David Arquette. What's his name? I'm gonna look at it. Arquette. Oh, we're talking about the quarry, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, Sean, no, no, Ashmore. No, uh, Sean Ashmore. <laughs> Sean, there Sean you Ashmore. Go. Yeah. He was in the, I don't think he was in the quarry, or he might He's have been in the quarry, but he was in Until Dawn. That's yeah. Yeah. He was definitely in Until Dawn. I know I told this story about Until Dawn before, but like most of the time when a game has branching endings, I'm intentionally playing to get a very specific one. Until Dawn, you know, is is very unforgiving. Like when you screw up, it auto saves. You don't get to go back and, and change your choices. And, and they're just dead. And so yeah, I tried. I tried to make it to the end with everybody alive. I ended up a couple times making like uh, the wrong choice. A couple times, like you had to like literally could sense where your PlayStation controller was. Like I couldn't hold it still enough to do it. Um, so somehow I inadvertently ended up saving only the girls. Like all the guys died, but all the girls survived. Good. And the you get a different. Well, that's the thing. You get a different like trophy or achievement depending on who stays alive. Uh, the trophy you get for just keeping the girls alive but all the guys dying is called Daughters of the Apocalypse. And I went, yep, that's it. I'm good. I'm never yeah. playing this again. Nice. That sounds fucking dope. I, that is now my canon version of the story, and I don't care to find out what happens otherwise. Man, uh, the- just looked it up. Sean Ashmore was not in uh, Until Dawn either. He was in Man of Medan. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's where I remember it from. That's but also in Alan Wake, too, apparently. <laughs> He's in that. Listen, oh yeah, he was in. He works with Remedy a lot because he was in Quantum Break. He was the star right. of Quantum Break. Yeah, was. yeah. Well, listen to the cast yeah. for the Quarry. I mean, this is pretty good. Ted Raimi, uh, Aria Winter. That's that's a big get for them. Brenda yep. Song, Justice Smith, David Arquette, Ethan Supley, Lance fucking Henriksen. Holy shit! Lin Shay and probably some other people too. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely want to play that. I do too. But I'm gonna give you because I have it on Xbox, so I'll give you that uh, Steam oh, copy. Well, shit. You know yeah. what? It ain't doing me no good. Hey, 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 hey. Um, I'm gonna talk about the Marvels a little bit before we get out of here because okay. we're pretty close anyway. So importantly, at this point, if you don't want to know, I mean, we already no, we did that before the show started, didn't we? Anyway, uh, if you don't want to know shit about the Marvels and you're hearing this and you haven't got to see the movie or whatever, this would be a good time to bounce out. I'm giving you five seconds in five, four, three, two, one. All right, the movie's fucking great. It really is. 
and this is not just coming from somebody who's like, because I, I, you've said it before. I think of the people left, you know, in our group who still go to like see these movies regularly and keep up with them, I'm probably the most entrenched. Like, I'm, I'm still mm-hmm. pretty on board for most everything that Marvel's doing. Um, even objectively, outside of that, this movie's a ton of fun. It is action packed. It's fun. It's funny. Everybody brings their A game. It, it suffers some typical Marvel stuff of of like non main Avengers movies. The villain is forgettable. You're not going to even remember her name by the end of it, more than likely. Uh, she does a great job with what she's got, but it's it's just it's another Cree character who is going to fall by the wayside by the time it's done. Anyway, you know this is coming. Yeah. Um, but the chemistry, especially with Iman Vellani, uh, the girl that plays Ms. Marvel, she's fucking incredible. I know there was a lot of concern coming into this movie that she might not be able to hold her own against, like, kind of other heavyweights, Sam Jackson, Brie Larson, etc. She steals the show and then some. She is absolutely the star of this movie. She is the the heart and soul of the whole thing. Um, nice. I've seen a couple of people say, oh, Brie Larson looks like she'd be, she'd rather be in any other movie. I disagree. I think this is the way she plays Captain Marvel. This was true in the first movie. I was it was that's... true in the Avengers movies. It's true now. And the difference is here. You get to see her break out of that at times too. So it makes sense when you see her kind of like retreat back into that. I've got to be stoic. I've got to go do this thing. I'm the strongest, most powerful thing in the universe versus when people break through and go, you don't have to be. You don't have to be that all the time. Like you're allowed to take a day off. Um, so yeah, yeah. I honestly, I thought everybody was great. Sam Jackson has never been as entertaining as Nick Fury as he is in this movie. Uh, if you like super stoic Nick Fury, you're not going to like it. This is Sam Jackson now just playing himself. Um, about damn but in, in a good way. I, yeah, honestly, it's great. Uh, yeah. There's a point in time where things are going very poorly. I don't want to like just fully wreck everything for you guys, but things are going very poorly, and another character starts praying in a different language than English. He turns around and he goes, are you praying? And the guy stops and he goes, no, keep going. Amen. Like, we got to need this. Uh, you guys know a little bit about the, from the trailers you've seen, the, like, they, the, the three main characters get their powers kind of entangled. So each time that one of them activates, they run the risk of switching power or places physically with another one. Uh, if they activate their powers at the same time, there's a great scene where at one point in time, it looks like someone's very much about to get hurt. And Sam Jackson is like desperately trying to get them to, to fix this. And then as just before something bad happens, Carol switches out and she's the one who hits the ground super hard. And he goes, ah, oh, it's just Carol. And they immediately cut away to another scene. Like even he's just like, ah, she's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Because she, um, she's the most powerful. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't she the most powerful superhero basically in the Marvel universe? Technically, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there are definitely um, there are definitely people that can rival her, obviously, with different things like you know Thanos when he had the stones. Um, right. But I think just like straight up and down, well, the Hulk would be stronger. I mean, if if we're following comic canon Hulk, we really yeah. haven't seen him do that. But like, right? But she can fly. I mean, she can. She's got more right. abilities. Right. You know? She can yeah. take a lot. I mean, she can breathe in space. She is basically their Superman. Like, right. She can breathe in space. <laughs> she. She. Yeah. So, um, again, is there a lot that's going to be forgettable about this? Yes, of course, because the villain is is mostly forgettable by the end. the The thing they're trying to do is kind of like, okay, I mean, that's fine. It'll get me there. It'll get me more of these characters interacting with each other. That's where the heart and soul lies of it. It's just the three of them um, getting to know each other. There, There is legitimately a tear-jerking scene at one point in time that got me a little bit. Uh, and again, it rests almost squarely on Iman Vellani's shoulders. Uh, it's the perfect runtime. It is about an hour and a half. Which That's is the sweet spot. 
That's the yeah, sweet I saw spot. 105 the minutes. minutes. That made me so happy. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it is, it's it's closer to 145, and that's counting like all the credits and the post credit scenes and all of that stuff. Post credit scene? Um, Can we come back to that in a little bit? <laughs> oh, we're, we're going there. Okay. I'll feed you, baby bird. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's really, there's really not a lot else to say about it other than it's a shame. I've said it a couple times today now. It's a shame this movie's tracking so low for whatever reason, whether it's because they couldn't promote it, whether it's because women, you know. Let's just be as well, yeah, yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say something about Marvel yeah. malaise, which is what I'm suffering from. But yeah, well, that probably, too, I mean, that probably the root cause. It could just straight up be oh, disinterest. Wait, I mean, there are definitely on. times that Marvel movies come out and I go, I don't really care as much about these characters. Can, can we can we really quick clarify on something? Because I don't want anyone listening to the show and we said, oh, yeah, women, that's the problem. We're not saying the women are the problem. Wait, well, I, I said it under you, but okay. it's fanboys. This is yes, the version that yes, I added. Thank you. Thank you. It's, what you're talking about is like when people looked at Ghostbusters 2016 and said, well, those are girls. I'm not going to watch that. A month That's before the movie came out and it already had like review right. bombed. Yeah. Right. right. Shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it really is. It really is good. Um, I can totally understand if you don't want to pay full price in a movie theater nowadays to go and, and see movies. I get that. And especially something that you might not be f- super entrenched in, you know, the long term stories or these specific characters. But I would I would definitely say I'm using the old nerd up version here. Um, catch a matinee or catch a, you know, a, a cheaper Tuesday ticket or something like that, for sure. Even if you kind of like these movies, I think you will enjoy this one to some degree. Again, I, it's fun. It's funny. It's action packed. So it's a good time. I am I am more excited to see this Marvel film than most of them. Now, that's a twofold reason. Yeah. And Hunter already knows sure. one of them. But yeah, the you other reason. Crush button? Well, yeah, that's okay. Three, three point reason. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I've, I've loved Brie Larson ever since I saw her as in the Adams. So yep. like, I will always be devoted to Brie Larson, yep. but uh, and she's a great singer too. But anyway, it's, it's also because this movie seems like it's a little less convoluted than a lot of the Marvel stuff lately of, it really is. you know, it seems very straightforward and fun. And that's what yep. I used to remember about Marvel films. There weren't 300 yep. Jonathan majors beating people. It was right. It was a bad guy, and even though they do kind of get into a multiverse thing here at the end, which is the other reason I wanted to watch it, it's the same reason I, I went to go watch, you know, Doctor Strange and the multi was a multiverse of madness. Multiverse of madness, yeah. Because Hunter messaged me after he has seen it and confirmed to me that that Charles Xavier was in it, and I'm right. a huge X Men fan, so Lindsay and I went to go see it in theaters because I knew Charles Xavier was coming. Now, I wanted to see it anyways, but that at least got you to go watch yeah, it with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, there's um, <laughs> so so we went we went and saw this at Alamo Draft House in St. Louis, which again is the only place I'm going to see movies anymore. Uh, I don't give a shit if anybody in Cape who works at that theater hears it. Fuck off, your theater sucks. Um, I don't care. I really don't yeah, I know. Care. You know I, I just love. I just appreciate the bluntness. Straight up. So, so one of the things I really love about Alamo is that they do show the the trailers that are attached to the movie. Like we saw trailers for the next Aquaman, which I thought was wild as fuck. They're showing that before a Marvel movie. That was a bold choice. Um, it looks bad. It looks real bad. Uh, but what Alamo does instead of running like commercials for businesses to keep their shit afloat is they do a if you come in at least thirty minutes before the show starts, they do a curated pre-show and it's all various different things. Shannon, how much do you know about Brie Larson's pop career before she became an actress? Uh, I was yawning really hard. I apologize. Um, <laughs> is, is she she put out albums, didn't she? Am I crazy uh-huh. on that? Yeah. I mean, they showed music videos. Yeah, all she the way was up a to her, she, she was a prolific singer. In, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, she. if you see her video, and I had never really heard any of this stuff, she definitely, around 2006 when this was going on, falls right in between Avril Lavigne and Mandy Moore. That's very much the vibe she was going for. Was the kind I can of like see that, yeah. Punk princess, but also a little bit poppy. Yeah, um, poppy. But yeah, they went over a lot of that stuff. Poppy. Um, <laughs> they, they did some of that. They showed some of the, the older Captain Marvel-like appearances and some of the cartoons and stuff. But one of the things I really appreciated, which this is only the second time we've seen a movie there, um, and the first one was Mutant Mayhem, so there wasn't really anything to catch up on because it's Turtles. You either know what's going on or you don't because this is a whole new you know movie for those those specific characters. Uh, before the movie started, and it played like a like a YouTube video. I'd be shocked if this wasn't on YouTube somewhere. There was about a 10-minute video that did a really great job of recapping all three of the main characters up to that point. A Captain Marvel is pretty straightforward. You've seen her movie. You've seen the the Avengers movies. You know what she's doing. Um, WandaVision is everything you need to know about Monica Rambeau. Uh, and it's pretty straightforward, too, basically. She goes and, and tries to help there. Things go poorly. Things get better. Suddenly, she's a superhero. The Miss Marvel series gets recapped in that you don't really need a ton of that either, although they do reference a decent amount of it in the movie. Um, I told Cody because Cody asked earlier, you know, can I go into this with with very little knowledge? And I said, probably five to ten minutes on YouTube and you'll know everything you need to know Mm -hmm. before you go into this movie. Even if you're a fully lapsed Marvel fan, you know, next to nothing. If you haven't watched a thing since Endgame, um, you really only need to get caught up on two of those characters and it takes minutes you do not have to watch entire tv series to get it now i will say if you're gonna watch them it's two of the better ones you could watch because it's wandavision which is consistently people's favorite i enjoyed uh, it thoroughly, yes. and miss marvel which was way better than a lot of people gave it credit for it does dip in the middle it gets a little a little slow in the center but it's not a super long series and the beginning and the end are big high points for like again going back to what marvel was which is a ground level superhero uh, who's fun to watch, who's super charismatic, especially a kid. Like, I mean, that's, that's Marvel at its core, a kid learning how to use these powers. Well, that's just the X-Men. I mean, that's what it is. Only she doesn't have the benefit of, you know, Charles Xavier. But and she is a mutant. Yet. She is a mutant. She is a yeah. mutant. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah, say, cause, exactly. I, Cause I own uh, one of the early collections of the Miss Marvel comics from the Kamala Khan yeah. run. So I have, yeah. I think it's like one through 16. So I've seen the, the comic where Wolverine basically comes to find her to help her out. <laughs> Cody, yeah. please stop. Really so, Cody, please stop talking. So Hunter can get to the part I want to talk about. <laughs> so, okay. Please. There are, there are two things that again, we're, we're full on spoiler territory at this point. There are two things at the end of this movie that you need to know about. And I'm going to go to, the the uh, do them in chronological order because Shannon wants to talk about the other one a lot more and we'll we'll finish out on that. The first one is not actually a post credit scene. It happens before any credits roll at all. They just kind of moved it up. It very well could have been. Um, the, the the lead up to it is basically that Kamala, once everything is done, is talking to Carol about what she can do to be helpful in the future, and she goes, "Actually, I had an idea about that." Jump to New York City where Kate Bishop. Uh, A.K.A. Hawkeye is coming back to her apartment, tosses uh, pizza dog, a little slice of pizza. Um, and I shit you not, Ms. Marvel does her best Nick Fury impression. Like she's literally in the chair in the darkness and does the, has the hood up and does the Kate Bishop. You just became part of a larger world. And she's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> Young Avengers. Come on, man. Yeah, so she she starts trying to explain who she is. She has, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. intel, and she's like, where did you get that? She goes, from my couch. They left it in my house. It's not important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she starts laying out the whole thing, and she's like, basically, I know there are, you know, other 
kids like me, like you. And Kate interrupts to go, well, uh, I am 23, but go on. She's like, like, you know, there are other people like this, and I think we need to get together. Well, I assume there are others. Right now, it's really just me and you, assuming you agree. She's like, I also heard Ant-Man has a daughter, but we'll figure that out later. And she's like, so, you know, please? And then it just ends. (laughs) The earnestness. Okay, you've already got the point. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and that's the best part is like she, I mean, she's such a fangirl anyway, and so you've right. seen her do that with Captain Marvel constantly, but with, with uh, in this case, with her kind of fangirling over Nick Fury, because she does meet him and talk to him regularly throughout the movie, um, getting to pull off that scene was, was it, it was obviously a ton of fun. So, and I love the idea of the Young Avengers at this point, because Marvel actually has interesting characters between Kate Bishop, her, again, Cassie Lang. I'd be shocked if they don't get Spider-Man in there. I mean, he's college age. He's he's probably no older or uh, younger really than Kate at that point. Um, yeah. Hulk. Hulk's got a kid. They probably have to rediscover him, though, because no one remembers who he is. That's true. Well, oh. I mean, Spider-Man's out there. They'll just have to figure out who Peter Parker is. That's right. the real yeah. question. Um, or, you know, he plays along and says, okay, I'll work with you, but I'm not going to tell you who I am under here. Right. Uh, Hulk's got a kid. She Hulk introduced Scar, so he's mm-hmm. out there somewhere. You've got Iron Heart eventually coming into this in a more Soon. fleshed out manner. She's already from from uh, Wakanda Forever. Forever she's out correct. there doing things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be fun. Now the other, the actual post credit scene because it takes place yes. between the stylized and the full ones um, does indeed reveal that. So so basically, at the end of the movie, um, Monica absorbs powers from both. The other two from Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel uh, to seal this rift in space time that the the villain created before she was destroyed. Um, Monica goes to do this because she's the only one who can kind of absorb these powers. She can she can't really like create stuff and all that, but she can take them in. Goes to do this and basically says, "Okay, I can do it, but I've got to do it from the other side. Like I'm not going to be able to come back through." They're saying that's not acceptable. She's like, "I always knew that was going to be the case." She seals it up is left as Carol tries to stop her, clearly seals it up and she's, she's trapped on the other side. What that then looks like, of course, is her waking up and what we find out is a hospital bed in the X mansion in Charles Xavier's mansion. X-Men door in the background. Uh, Kelsey Grammer, once again, playing beast. The only, the only true beast. The answer I wanted to hear. Cause when I was told it was beast, I'm like, which one? And as soon as I was called Grammer, I'm like, okay, that's what I want to hear. There's well, only boys that. Huh? So your boys would be the controversial taking that conversation. We'll oh, come back to that later. Well, hold like, on, hold Holt on. Better? Uh, no, he's talking about the yes. voice of. Oh, never mind. I thought you were talking about the guy. No, I voice about Nicholas Holtman. No, the, <laughs> okay. all right. So oh. listen, listen. Kelsey Grammer is no. the best live action beast. With hands down, no one would disagree. I'm sorry, with that. I saw the last stand. My wife forced me as one of our early <laughs> dates to rent and pay money to get that movie from the Seiston family video. And I'll Cody, be goddamn if I have anyone sitting here and tell me Cody, that Kelsey Grammer's a good goddamn beast. No, Shannon. No, 22. 22 Goldberg. Goldberg, Goldberg you idiot. I was, Normally I was, you have to come to the Wednesday show for this kind of action. <laughs> I was talking about the guy that voiced Beast in the cartoon. That to, to yes, me, that will that, always be my feet. George, yes. uh, oh, I forget his name. I'll have to look it up. I do not remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yes. My second place is definitely anyway, uh, Kelsey Grammer than Nicholas Holt third. The big reveal here is, of course, that Monica has ended up in the, the Fox version of the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whatever that looks like, because Beast, of course, is there, says that he has to give Charles an update on this situation, that it appears that Monica came through a hole in space-time, which he says, of course, is impossible, so it's clear that they've never managed to pull that off or experience that kind of incursion. Um, 
and that her mom is still alive. Only Maria Rambo in this universe did not have a kid. She is a mutant uh, by the name of, of Binary. So there's a lot of figuring out there. I do like that the scene ends, though, with Monica just going, ah, shit. <laughs> so, all right. So here's what's got me excited about this and something that has me a little bit more excited. One, I was so worried they were going to wait years to put the X-Men in the Marvel Universe. And I said, yeah. I said on many shows, when the X Men come back, let me know, and I'll I'll come back to Marvel. Well, you got me. Yeah, there. The, <laughs> you, you put the X Men in the film, and just like Multiverse of Madness, I watched it for Xavier. I will. I may go to the theater just to see that scene because I'm such a big X Men fan. What What excites me even yeah. more though is what I saw somebody else post, and it ties into the idea I had. You know that they would never listen to because I'm unimportant, and that is that now they have established that there are at least two Charles Xavier's, one in two different uh, you know universes. So who's right. to say that there isn't a Charles Xavier and X Men in six one six, the one that they're in normally? They just haven't met them yet because they are mutants and they keep themselves hidden. So it might not be that they're going to have the X Men from this universe cross over into the other one. It could be that just they discover the X-Men in the other one naturally that, Oh yeah, yeah, I am Charles Xavier. And I do have a school of, of mutants that I keep secret from everybody. You found me. That would be cool. It, I would like is, that. It is possible, but here, here's why I think they're going to go with uh, other than just what we've seen that, that being the case, we know that the next major Avengers event, those movies are called secret wars, secret wars. Yeah. And it would make total sense to start pulling in the most powerful heroes from each you know, universe to deal with what they dealt with in the comics and the Secret Wars right. event. Um, I know that that was a rumored uh, setup for this Deadpool movie. I think I told you guys this about That's the That's what uh, I was going to bring the up, the, the, the rumors that X-Men will be in it and it's going to break the whole multiverse thing. Yeah, so so my understanding, and, and Lindsay, you might have a different one. I mentioned this, I think, when we were on Xbox, not on the show, but the short version of it is Deadpool 3 is basically, at the end of Deadpool 2, he was fucking around with Cable's time travel device, right? He was going around changing things. He literally went and talked to a version of Ryan Reynolds and told him not to do Green Lantern. He killed hilarious. him. Um, yeah, or yeah, he just killed it. That's he killed him. Yeah, yeah. he sense. killed reading. He killed reading the script. He went back yeah. and killed the version of himself from Origins. Yes. <laughs> so so all of that leads to Loki's TVA or the uh, I should say the TVA in the Loki series going. What the fuck? What? Who is this guy? What is going on? What is he doing? And grabbing him and dragging him in there and trying to lock him down, getting rid of the device. And you can't just go jumping around. To, you know, branches. You're fucking everything up. Um he finds out that there's like a war coming, right? Because Kang is somewhere out there still trying to get him sh his shit back together. Millions and of them. Like, he's like, well, I gotta, I gotta get that figured out. Uh, you guys are going to need some help. Let me, let me go start recruiting. And the first person he pulls is there. The, the Fox versus Wolverine. So it would probably be someone a little more altruistic who goes and gets the rest of them. Like Monica manages to get back in touch with, with, carol and and you know nick fury and all that but deadpool's like nah you really just need this guy grabs him yoink and takes him now elsewhere now here's the thing here's the thing if they pull this shit on me again like they did in deadpool 2 and they recruit Ralph the x-men no no no. if they recruit the x-men only to kill them off oh. within a minute <laughs> i'm going to fucking scream i know they'll reboot it they'll retcon it when the x-men join proper <laughs> but like don't tease the x-men to me and then immediately kill. you did that once when you brought in x-force and I got super excited, and then you killed them off immediately, except for some fucking accountant. You thought that'd be funny to let him live. That's fine. I feel don't I feel do like it to it's going to end up being 
it's going to end up being uh, somewhere in between the two. They're almost because Secret Wars means they're going to lose some people. So they're almost definitely going to have to kill some of them. But whoever remains will then be like, well, our whole our whole thing was destroyed. Like, I guess we live here now. Um, to me, that's how you probably end up with Xavier School in the current Marvel, the 616 MCU universe, is that once his you know existence is gone, he knows that there are people like him who need help here. And then he starts his academy that's my guess but i i i i know the original x-men story was that he kept them hidden like he didn't want the world to know about the x-men so they did their thing they were a secret organization i could see them doing that that they they could retcon and say the x-men have always been around you just never knew about it they they had little hints on tv screens about wolverine or you know this and that i i also think that works if they're not if xavier's not training them to be superheroes if really the school exists, it's just a to legitimate help school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then of course he's got a couple of people who have aged up like a Wolverine who have aged Cyclops. up to the point where they're not, they're not, you know, students, they're teachers. And Xavier has not yet at this point considered ever sending them out on a mission. That's not what he does. He's a, he keeps a school. He's but not now the, a, but now the world, but now the world needs them. And, right. and you've got right. a guy that could shoot laser beams from his that. face. Yeah. Right. Send him. I can see some version of that happening. Or, or because it's Deadpool, it'll be some ridiculous fucking bullshit where Deadpool, like I've seen the meme, he clicks like on his computer, he clicks the Fox X Men folder and drags it into the MCU, and they're they're just there now. Look how funny that was. <laughs> ha ha ha. I I don't think he's gonna have that much to do with moving anybody but Wolverine. I think yeah. Wolverine will one hundred percent be under his. Because uh, come on, man, Hugh Jackman has done serious Wolverine to death at this point. I mean, Old Man Logan is as serious as a superhero. That's the finale, kids. right? Right. So at this point, he's gonna do the the fun, goofy, let's get crazy with so, his stuff. And I don't think he wants to play Wolverine all the time anyway. I think the actual Daniel Radcliffe full moving of the X-Men comes over. Oh, that'd be a great fucking cast. That'd be I mean, awesome. Danny DeVito would also be a good choice, but anyway, Danny DeVito um, would be the best choice, but I think he's Spider-Man, <laughs> isn't he? Well, he's, no, he's, no, he's man, man spider. spider. Oh, there's yeah. a difference. No, uh, man spider. There's so a difference. The, the thing we'll leave you with. And the question I have is if they are, and they are, they're absolutely bringing the X-Men into the MCU, but since they've had Kelsey Grammer do beast, do you think they keep anyone from the other X-Men films? Like you definitely can't do James Marsden or Fomke Jansen or any of those guys. Cause no, they're, they're not old, but they're older. They're not really going to fit that role, the, but would you get the, is, the Fox, the, the, the younger versions, you know what I mean? Like the, the, uh, Sophie, what's her name? Sophie, Sophie, Sophie Turner, not, yeah, not after dark Phoenix or not, uh, Ty, Ty Sheridan might be able to come back. They probably <laughs> won't bring anybody else back after that fucking abomination. I, I don't think – I think Kelsey Grammer and and maybe, you know, Patrick Stewart, uh, depending on how that all shakes out, I think they're going to be the linchpins because, again, I think this would be more of a – we don't have a superhero team. We lead a fucking school. Like, that's not how this works. Maybe you'll so finally people, get Jubilee. Shut up. I was going to say, I think the people they carry over, <laughs> even if they have versions of those heroes, will be younger versions right. of them, and it won't be well, any of those same actors. What about McAvoy? Playing them. You think they bring McAvoy back instead of Stewart? Because let's be honest, and, Patrick Stewart is and always will be the – Charles Xavier. Everyone knows that. Like he right. was, he is the best. But he is. I mean, he's much, much older than and, I think the role requires. Not necessarily that version, but a version of that Charles Xavier did already die on screen in the right. MCU. So McAvoy, and I don't think McAvoy's doing a ton. Of, I don't remember him being in a ton of major stuff lately. Like he's, he's doing a lot more indie stuff. So okay. maybe he'd be on for look an appearance or two. Let me just be honest with you. I don't give a shit if McAvoy comes back. I just want Michael Fassbender back as Magneto. That's all I want. 
Now that's a real question. Is he now old enough to to jump in and, and play be that true? Role and that yeah. Because um, boy, boy, Michael curious. Fassbender is Magneto. Mm. I, I will, I will it's end so my opinion delicious. that coin mm. through the head. Bye, Kevin Bacon. That's six degrees of death. I will end my thoughts on this. <laughs> Gotta go change it before name. we go. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. If Vinny <laughs> Jones comes back, I will be the cause of a Marvel Studios fire that removes all the evidence. <laughs> well, okay, if Vinny well, Jones comes back fair. as Juggernaut specifically or just in general? I'm going to say in general. Just that's Vinny cool. Jones that's is much like Patrick Stewart. He's too old for a role. Kick him out. Although I guess that would – in the Deadpool, like – you know, centric universe of things, it would be even more sense to bring him back because he would be like, I killed one of these guys. And this one looks like he sucks more than the one I already killed. Why is he here? Okay. I, I will concede that. If Deadpool offs Vinny Jones in seven seconds as that version of Joe or not, I will acquiesce to his appearance and in no other permutation. Oh, and importantly, I have not, and I assume you guys haven't either, I have not seen the Loki finale yet, which aired today or like uh, late last night. Okay, Thursday. well, Lizzie has. Yeah, I read about it. Interesting. So, so I I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how much that's gonna play into all of this, but again, my understanding is, as far as the the kind of rumor mill goes, is that Deadpool's not just gonna be indiscriminately hopping universes because they're not gonna allow for it. Like Loki's right. not gonna let that shit slide. Also, don't forget that Deadpool. You might is, be surprised by that. Deadpool is from the same universe as the Fox X Men. I mean, in Deadpool right. too, they show yeah. the Fox X Men in the background. So. Well, mm-hmm. but isn't that after? No, no, that isn't. No, the it's in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, why is there never anybody in this fucking place? And they just kind of like, why? Yeah, close yeah. the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate now, Deadpool. That's, that's an X Men. That's an X Men cameo that you want, though, because even though they're on screen for a second, you don't want them interacting with him. Then no. they're going to end up dead too. Yeah, or so just like dead just or pretend stupid. We're not home. The only I'm only okay with it being Wolverine because I don't like Wolverine. You can do what you want to him. Kill him. Bring Shatterstar back. Kill Wolverine. I don't give a you shit. Can't, you can't Fuck Shatterstar. Oh, Cody wants to fight tonight, and I don't know why. Anyway. Yeah, at that point, but just because you said Shatterstar, no other reason. <laughs> well, they couldn't put Longshot in there. I had to do something. Anyway, hey, that's it. 